I'm Steve. I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiancé Coupled with Chaos. Despite only spending about 90 days together before our wedding, we've now been married over 25 years. And we were only together for about two weeks before getting engaged. That might qualify us as 90 Day Fiancé OGs. Probably not, but that coupled with being super fans of the shows does qualify us to sit down each week and talk about the episodes, cast members, and the general chaos that surrounds their families. Just like ours. We are here with 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After, Season 5, and we're all the way up to Episode 15, which is a couple more than we normally have. This was a good episode. It was. I really do. Do think so. But it is the last one it before is. the tell-all. So. Yes. Obviously, at this point, it's confirmed we have seen the last of Paul and Karini. No more episodes. Yeah. No tell-all. I didn't think about it's that. It's done. We will surely see no more of them in the right. future. It's over. That did not surprise me. You called this five or six weeks ago. Yeah. We have, despite Sinjin's mom... Telling him going back to America would be a wasted trip. Sinjin is wasting a trip back to America. <laughs> and he, he said his name was on some stuff he had to pay for. Of so. course, yeah. <laughs> I got some stuff. I got my gold gym membership. It's not that no. he, you know, had a marriage he had to work on. I hate it when you ruin the joke. Or me. It's, it's not a gold gym membership. He's got a Krispy Kreme membership that he's got to take care of. And, Domino's Pizza on yeah, Speed Dial. something like that. He's got outstanding debt. He's still got money left on his pizza card, his gift card. Angela comes back to America to see her mom one last time, which, you know, I think it's That's one of the, yeah, I think it's one of the sadder moments that we've seen. Yeah. I think they did it respectfully. I'm really glad she made it back yes. in time, though. And TLC lets Larissa do a promo for her fans-only adult site by showing uh, off her assets. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was something else. It's a bit it? much. It was something else. <laughs> hey. Well, not to mean it like that. <laughs> not don't like look 10. like that. <laughs> it was something else. Don't be looking. <laughs> no, I don't care. We have the student has become the teacher and the master as Colt convinces Debbie <laughs> that his childish behavior is actually Debbie's fault and of not his course, own. Of course. Of course he did. She she didn't take it, though. No, she did not. She turned on him yes, like, she uh, did. like a... I don't know what. She just turned <laughs> she on She turned it. on him pretty hard. Right. Not yet, Padawan. <laughs> Tammy tucks tail and runs before one last confrontation with Kelani. And Andre doesn't kick Charlie's ass for trying to ruin his wedding, but lets him know that they will probably never be friends. Right. <laughs> There's no way that's happening. I still think they'll square up one day. Well, I think as dudes do, I think dudes can square up maybe a little better than, than women can. Get some yard work or something like that going on, and the two of them are right I don't back think they're business. ever going to be civil to each other. Yeah, and I think... I'm Mainly because Charlie doesn't have it in him. I think he's just an ass. And he, he has no life of his own, so he's too busy in theirs. Andre said, we're not going to be friends tonight. We're not going to be friends maybe for life. We'll figure it out. But not, but not tonight. tonight. <laughs> and that, that was, and he had to put his arm around him at that time. Yeah, it was very grown up. I was really impressed yeah. with Andre's behavior. I do not know this Andre. This is not the Andre that we have known to grow and hate. He was very mature. How bad? We have to probably say that Andre isn't generally a good. 
I think maybe he's a good person, but he's got some very chauvinistic yes. positions. Yes, he's very extreme, very chauvinistic. Yes. So as as much as it is easy not, I don't hate him though. Yes, as much as it's easy not to like Andre, I don't think he's a bad person. But every person in Libby's family rates is so bad, l- lower than Andre. Right, in I think everybody's eyes. <laughs> right, what everyone. Does that say? <laughs> yeah, how bad do they have to be? Right. Because I think if they you, are scum. If you knew Andre in real life and he came over to your house and exhibited some of the behavior that you saw, you'd go, you got to stop. Yeah, it's not somebody you want dating your daughter. You're not coming over here anymore. But then when compared to Libby's family, he's like a saint. Yeah. It's incredible. Charlie complains to his father, to Chuck. That Elizabeth and Andre are both using him for money and paying for food and paying for rent and calls Chuck soft. The funniest thing ever was in Pillow Talk when Tim said he that Charlie just wants a new Xbox and he can't <laughs> get it because because he's uh, Chuck spending all his yeah. money on that. And he's all <laughs> he's all pouty. Up. Oh, well, I can't get a new Xbox. Right. If you spend all your money on them. <laughs> Cracking up when he said that. That was great one-liner. Yes, it was. It really was. <laughs> it was so good. And that's why they need to be on Peloton. Oh, I so love that's him. Good. It, it wasn't too much to make you mad. I mean, Charlie did his part, but I think I got a little upset with Libby on this one. You know, as yes. all this was going down, she pulled him I was aside. Really upset with her. She said, "What did you say to Charlie?" That was so out of line. And I said to you when we watched it, I said, man, I sure hope she sat and watched this footage air and went, oh, crap. Well, I owe Andre an apology because that was so out of line. We're going to see that. In he the was the back. most mature person at that wedding. He really was. And he had every reason to loathe Charlie in that moment. And we know what we know now. But if you think about where Libby... And this whole thing has come from. I yeah, but you see. still err on the side of and, your spouse and when it comes to your family, and that's not what she's done all along. And he said, "Charlotte, how I'm, many times? How many times have we said that she did not defend her husband?" Sure, and he didn't again, even if she thought differently. So Andre didn't snap back. Andre said he's just mad because that's how he acts on alcohol, babe. <laughs> I mean, he reasons with her. I think she finally accepted. He came out with this long speech about loving her and their daughter. He was he was on fire. That, yeah, he that was just incredible. Man, with her, with Charlie, with Chuck. Yes. I mean, my goodness, he was on fire. And even in the middle of a, I think it was a discussion between Libby and Chuck and Andre. Andre excused Libby and then had a one-on-one with Chuck, where he said things were bad in the past. And maybe I was wrong, and I'm sorry for that. Wow. wow. I went, wow. That's really good. Everybody on Pillow Talk did the same thing. Wow. wow. <laughs> he said, maybe I'm just a blankhead sometimes, and I know when I've been wrong. Watching him have these really frank and honest conversations with all three of them, I was so taken aback, because if you put the three together, I do think he was sincere. I almost felt like... Andre had some kind of a epiphany at this wedding because maybe it was the culmination of something he'd really been wanting and looking forward to. And I think he was just so happy. He looked happy. He did. He really did. He really did. And I think 
uh, you know, having his family take part in the celebration and his friends, he really felt married, maybe for the first time. Sure. And I think it flipped some kind of switch inside sure. him. I really do. You so see, go Andre. Yeah, and you see even Jen playing both sides. Jen, privately, you see her stirring up Charlie. Yeah, I don't know why Dad's doing all this for them. And then yeah. later, when I think mm-hmm. she sees him getting a little out of control, she tries to calm him down. But she's totally on his side. Completely. And she was like, oh, I totally agree with you. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Sure. I'm like, oh. And you can see how they start working each other. Yes, And all even of them. Charlie goes to try and work Chuck later about being soft. Yeah. And and you said it. You said, or maybe it was somebody in Pillow Talk that said they just need to reach out and slap him. I said that. And that was you. Yes. See, that's why you should be on Pillow Talk. I said, man, I would just slap him. him. <laughs> Chuck said, he ended up saying, I really don't know about Andre. Because he plays Mr. Nice Guy, then he wants to fight my son, gets kicked out of his own country, like, I don't know about this guy. <sighs> I'm trying to figure him out. You could just see it, it, any more alone time with Charlie and Jen, and he's just going to flip the other way. Well, I mean, we'll see if he doesn't. It seemed to me like a couple of times, like during the speech even, and later in the conversation with Andre, in the private conversation... I think Chuck also maybe had some mm. little tinge of epiphany, too. We'll see. He seemed a bit more forgiving yeah. and... Epiphany happy. I doubt it. He was a sweating fool, though. Holy crap. <laughs> Man. I mean, he was wet, dripping. Like You I, could just see him. You wondered if he was having a heart attack. So you could tell. You could look around, and other people were dancing, and I, we didn't see any clips of him dancing. He did not move around at all. Maybe but he, he was signed dripping an agreement sweat. that they wouldn't show him dancing. But I watched other people, and there wasn't anybody even close to sweating like he was. His tie had changed color. So he had Ew. on some kind of silk tie, and the top of it... <laughs> It the, was so sweaty, it knot, changed color. The knot and about two inches down on the tie, you could see were wet. Oh, yuck. So you imagine. I didn't notice that. I was too busy looking at his forehead. Oh, and his hair was all wet. His hair was, was all, all sticking wet. up and wet. Yeah, he, I think that's why he wears a baseball hat. It was even sticking up in the back. It was, it was, he was a hot mess. Yeah, I have to say, though. Maybe he was worried about Charlie getting his ass kicked. Andre was looking mighty fine huh? in that suit. Oh, yeah. Well, I wish I could counteract with Larissa was looking fine, but she was not. She was not. So, (laughs) darn it. He really was. He cleaned up nice. That suit fit him well. He was looking pretty sharp. Yeah, it looked like a fitted suit. It did. Very nice. And they were joking about him being big, so it must be a new suit also. He must have got a new suit for the... For the yeah, when he was changing his outfit, getting dressed for the wedding, it was so funny when he pulled his shirt off and he had this little gut and his friends were ragging on him because he was always soft. big at working out. Getting soft in America. <laughs> That's to his friends. Tell you his friends, this being the last episode, I'm assuming everybody makes it back all right. But maybe the Uber driver that uh, that they get for Chuck and Charlie, maybe it could be Marcel or one of his other friends that end up. <laughs> Giving Charlie the business as he leaves before he goes into the airport. <laughs> yeah, somebody on Pillow Talk said, I think it was Tim again. He's on fire. That he wouldn't have kicked Charlie's butt at the wedding, <laughs> right. but he would have gotten his big best friend to right, take care to of that it. for him. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Right. I thought that Andre at some point would give the eye like a special signal. He's got some big friends. <laughs> It was looking like a war. That's what, that's what Asuelu thought. So they're getting ready to meet 
mom and the sisters and send them off on the airport. And Asuelu said, I hope there's no war today, baby. <laughs> and you notice even then, he had kind of changed his tune. I hope Kalani doesn't kick my sister, beat up my sister. So right. he's pretty convinced now, I think, after. Kalani could kick his sister. Yeah, but. seeing her angry a few more times. That, that she does have it in her. Yes, that, that is entirely <laughs> possible that that's going to happen. And he was hoping it wasn't going to happen. They got to the hotel, and I I don't know what happened to Mom, but she completely changed her tune. That was funny when you, she if when you she say said, epiphany, if you well, say epiphany again, then I'm going to come over there and slap you. When she said, "I'm ready to go to the airport," but. I need some money. Right. And then said, oh, kids, I'm just joking. I cracked up. I did not see that coming at all. Yeah. And I did not think she would joke about that. Yeah, that was, that was funny. so funny. It caught everybody off guard. It really did. Did you see their yeah, faces? You think maybe the producers put them up to that? Probably. Yeah. I think the producers a lot do a lot to make these things go well. Uh-huh. And I would imagine whoever produced... The Libby and Andre segment there in Moldova should be given an award. That was really done. Well, it was the best wedding we had ever seen. It was. And and what a wonderful uh, reception sure, they had. Sure, all of that, that was, was great. Impressive. And so they did a good job of doing all that. That is the, one of the most dramatic things we have seen. Mm -hmm. You know, and with all the families Even there. Even the cliffhangers the second, and all that. Second to that is the season of Asuelo and Kalani, because there was a lot going on. It was. Asuelo's out running around, getting on, getting on random buses. <laughs> all of that's happening. <laughs> But big on this. Playing, getting on the ground playing with monster trucks. Right. I think that's every day. I don't think that's a big deal. Video games. He's a monster truck car washed. All this stuff he's had going on. But that Tammy wasn't there. You yeah. could see that Asuelo was a little not happy that she left and didn't say goodbye. Yeah, I missed that when I watched it, the actual episode. I missed that she had gone. I actually said to you, well... Where is the sister? You know, I didn't see her. I missed that they had already said had the deaf sister that she there. left uh, early. That <laughs> nobody talks to. Right. But uh, but then when we watched Pillow Talk, then I heard the comment where he asked where she was, and the mom said she had left that morning. Mm. So I guess she didn't want any more time with them. Was this the episode, you know, all these bleed together, where Kelani and Asuelo had the date night? Was that this one? No, I think that was last week. Or she, I'm pretty sure it was this one where they went out and had maybe drinks. right at the beginning. Yeah, they went out yeah, and I think had it drinks with that, and they went back and forth about yes. what their responsibilities oh, and were. I said to you, "Oh, big mistake! You don't insert yes. your marriage counseling homework on date night. That's supposed to be happy, fun time, yeah. making memories, enjoying each other's company." That's not when you discuss serious. Things. That would be maybe a bad move. That the producers trying to put bad. something in there. Because Very you saw bad. that his responses were all, I'll do my stuff. and You do your stuff, which is everything else. Everything else, <laughs> and I'll do mine. <laughs> I think she, you put this well and better than I ever could, because if I say it, it so just sounds really bad. <laughs> but about the expectations of being, of being a mother. Right. I said, it's a, a season of life. Comes, it goes, but when you're in it, you have to realize you have a lot of responsibility, and you just do. You are the best person to manage those tasks with your children. That's just how it is. And 
it's overwhelming and you feel like you don't get a break and everybody goes it's because through you don't that. get a break you don't and you have to be on 24 7 your kid gets up they throw up in the night they poop out their drawers i mean all kinds of things happen you have to be available all the time 24 7 especially when you have multiple children because all that can be happening with all of them at once no. and you can't you can't get a break and you can't go away and you're breastfeeding and all that like it's all on you it just is it's just the stage of life that you're in it's something you signed on for when mm-hmm. you had children you know it's part of the deal So, I mean, we all go through it, and yes, it feels overwhelming and very exhausting at times, but it's expected, and and it really is your task to do. Mm -hmm. You really are the best suited person for those tasks. That's why you're mom. So, If I I said that, I'd just sound like Andre. I mean, it's, it's a rough time to go through. It really is, but it's very rewarding, and in the end, you can't really complain about it. You know what I mean? I think because time flies by and before you know it, it's over. And then you're wishing you were in that stage again because it just gets harder after that. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's a tough time for everybody. It is. Everybody's got to put their own needs on the back burner. Right. And, and, it, and marriages go through difficult times. And Asuelo could on. do a better job. It'd be a whole lot easier if he was bringing maybe a bit more cash. And I think that would, right. it would justify things a right. little bit Right. And more. I said to you, because he's only working part time, well, maybe her workable solution would be, hey, I'm going to get a part-time job. So while I am doing the part-time job, you can do my tasks mm. because then they're your tasks and we'll just take turns. I do some work things. I do some home things. You do some work things. You do some home things. And whichever one's at work, the other one's taking care of the kids. And maybe, one, he would get a, more of an appreciation for all that she does. And two, they'd have more money coming in. So it would solve multiple problems. Part three, he may get a better job. Right. And hopefully the result would be he would get a full-time job and she'd go back to being a housewife. Well, now he had to fly away because she kicked him out. Yeah. See, now I think that was a bad move. I feel like she... I'm not on Team Kalani this season. I feel like you, the Pillow Talk crew, completely disagree. I know, but I feel like, yeah, he's done some stupid things, but you just don't give up on a marriage that easily. You Mm. go through rough patches. There's things that all parties have to adjust to. They haven't even been married that long, and they had kids immediately, which adds extra strain too, Mm. because they didn't really know each other. She got pregnant on vacation, and wasn't it like the first night they met or something? Yes. Yeah. So I mean. Or it was the first, she was down there at a resort. Yeah, they have to uh, allow for extra adjustment time. To tell you where this relationship is now, her quote at the end says, It's like that thing everyone says that sometimes love isn't enough. I feel like that's where we're at. We love each other and we have love for each other. But it's just really not working. And she's crying into the camera. Yeah, I really I really feel like she's looking for an excuse to end things. I really do. I don't think that that she is giving enough time and effort to making things work. Yeah, and, and he does she, need to be trained. He, he does need to be trained and she has to realize that because she did know that when they got married. Yeah. And I don't I don't believe for one second that she was blind to his lack of understanding because i mean look at his family nobody's taught him anything sure (laughs) yes you see what they've got right so they they do they need to spend some time and get to know each other right just like colt and debbie 
Right. They need to know each other more. And and here's the thing. Huh? If, if they get divorced. That was divorced, my transition. If they get divorced, she still has all of the responsibility on her shoulders. Right. But then she's got to provide also. Yes. And she still has all the house well, mom tasks. mom and dad may help. And she still has all the kid tasks. Well, they live with them already. So I just don't get why... The situation they're in is a divorceable offense. Sure, he went playing basketball with his friends during a coronavirus pandemic. That's very, very bad. And she should have a very serious conversation with him about being around them and exposing them to a potentially deadly virus during a pandemic just so he can go play and have fun. That's a serious conversation. Very serious thing. He didn't take it seriously. They should talk about that. But are you going to send him across the country, really, Mm. with a one-way ticket? Bye, see ya, don't know if you'll ever be back? That was a bit much. That crossed the line for me. But for me, now back to me, I work really hard. I don't have a transition from one couple to the next. So (laughs) as we're going through it and I find a transition, I jump at it. Uh And so when I jump at a transition, and then you go ahead and don't take it, and you stay... I know you weren't done with what you were saying. Yeah, I wasn't done. That was one of my best transitions ever. Well, you know how I I really was a fan of that. You know how I feel about marriage. Yeah, because you stuck it out with me. Right. 25 years. Yeah, almost... Well, almost 26 Almost 26. (laughs) But, you know... But it's me... I'm Noah Suelu or Andre. Uh, that's true. But I'm what I am. You are. And we think Colt will never get married. Right. As long as that's Debbie's around. That's, that's correct. There wasn't a whole lot to this. This was like one little conversation, but there was just so much in it. Yeah. I mean, Colt, right off the bat, he's really trying to blame Debbie for his condition, his problem. He really problem. is. <laughs> it was great. All of it was. Nothing's ever his fault. No, it's not. It was Jess's fault. It was Larissa's fault. It's, it's Debbie's, Debbie's fault. fault. Now, I mean, he has yet to take responsibility for anything. And I, I think, other than when he said to Jess, oh, I haven't been a very good boyfriend. Yes. But I think we're about to find out just how bad of a boyfriend he was uh, in the tell-all. Because it sounds yeah. like maybe he was screwing Vanessa yes. uh, while he was dating Jess. Mm. Maybe she was taking his pics that he was sending out, too. Maybe so. I know Debbie probably wasn't. Oh, ooh, ick. No, thank you. <laughs> Colt's just deflecting, blaming all the women in his life for all of his acting like a kid and all his cheating and all of that. Yeah, he's just gross. Yeah, he is. And then he's so fake. Well, I want to get to know you better. I want to get to know who you are. How do you get to know your mom better after 35 years? I don't know. Seriously? They live in the same house. I like- so Debbie didn't take in any of this crap. No. She's not falling for it. She's uh-uh. not Jess. She's not Larissa. Well, she, She's she a KG veteran. fast. Yes. Why don't you find out who you are first? And, and then, then you can worry about getting to know me. <laughs> yeah. That was hysterical. And it looked like the edit was a little funny. He reached out to grab her hand, and she put her hand out, and she ended up, I think something was said there, and it got edited out before she got up and left. I guess Colt's now washing his own clothes. <laughs> yeah, she's like, it'll be a cold day in hell before I wash his clothes yeah. again. <laughs> she's probably going to have to make it. If she wants the bed bed made, she's probably going to have to make it, though. You Could know you imagine washing his clothes? Yeah. You saw how sweaty he was well, when he went about, to do that workout. I mean, think <sighs> about, like, it'd be like washing Chuck's suit. You just put it in the trash. Yeah. You just take this and go, you know what? Gross. Burn barrel in the backyard. And who knows what all he's doing when he's in a room alone. Yeah. Oh, well, there. there's film, I guess. There's cameras around. <laughs> But he's got to do his own stuff now, which I doubt happened. I'm sure he apologized, and Debbie just went ahead and let that go. All I got to say, I have no transition for this one, but wow, were those things big. 
That was insane. She wow. had like, it's like putting a band-aid on a no, it's valley. Like, it's I mean, like what the heck? It barely up, covered her nipples. It's like filling up a beach ball and filling it up too big. Like, you know, I think that thing's yeah. going to burst. That was ridiculous. That was insane. You know what? I was well endowed as a teenager and young woman. And I have to say, there's nothing pleasant about that. They're in the way. They're cumbersome. You try to exercise and, like, controlling that is impossible. You don't need exercise. She's just going to get liposuction. They are a pain. There's nothing positive about Big boobs. I'm sorry. Not well, for the not for the the person who has them. Well, they are for your fans only account. <laughs> Apparently. So I think that's what this is Ugh. about. The rumblings I hear is she's just rolling in dough from that, and which would have been the investment that her yeah, and Eric were talking about. I heard already that she's already made enough money off that to pay him back. Yes, yeah, what for the, the, the surgery, word is, which is insane. So in just a couple of months, she's made the. Well, it was seventy five thousand or something like that. Is what it turned out to be. Yeah, but by the time hey, they were all done, it might not matter. Uh, you should probably listen to our uh, next podcast for the inside scoop. Yes, we'll learn a little more about that situation. Yes, Eric, there was some sincerity in him. He looked a bit afraid that she was not doing well. Yeah, and Larissa yeah. was uh, maybe a bit over the top. Care. Maybe a bit over the top of... Yeah, she was very whiny after her surgery. Yeah, for elective surgery. Right. We'd have maybe more sympathy, but she did choose right. to do all I don't this. think I moaned like that after my shoulder surgery. Yes. And I didn't take any pain medication either. And Eric's just... I, I, I can't get a feel for him. He's just a... I know it's easy to say that everybody's just a turd, but he's just a turd. <laughs> he comes up with this. This is the quote from him. I, 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 I wrote this down. I realized I took a bigger bite than I could eat, but I'm still going to finish my plate. He says. That's what he said. <laughs> He's so weird. I'm going to try and get her back where she was. It's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to stop in the middle of a freaking danger zone when there are bullets flying everywhere and just quit. Where does he come up with this stuff? I don't know. I, I'm not sure. This was breast augmentation surgery. This, <laughs> this is not a war. Right. This is it. There's not a whole lot to it. <laughs> you saw her friends, Carmen, and I think it was Hannah, I think is the other lady. I'm not sure. Yeah, come in there and they looked a little surprised when they saw her. But yeah. I, I kind of have our time with this. and I'm sure Carmen would have seen her before this point. So. I saw some photographs of her online today oh, hey now. where they showed that she was hey now. Uh, trying to make herself look like Kim Kardashian no. and, or Chloe or one of them. And sure enough, she, did the, she did the same pose where sure, she turned she around backwards along. and she has a gigantic butt. So you got Do you implants think that too. is yeah, natural probably. or did she get implants? I think she got implants. It looks too. like implants. Yeah. She had a gigantic butt cheeks. It was insane. So she's just a curvy city, front mm. and back. Got the front of the train and the caboose happening. Yeah, who knows? I mean, wow. I think their bed situation is what I kind of struck that was me as a little Ricky and Lucy going on there. Yeah. In the same bedroom, but in different beds. Yeah, it makes you think they have some kind of arrangement. I do, I think, completely. I think that there's a couple of of social media manipulators that we've seen. Mm -hmm. And I think Larissa is gotten to be one of them with Eric. I think, I think they know uh, what they're doing. I think uh, Stephanie was one of those. Sure, I no doubt about it. 
I think we're going to talk about that too in our inside scoop. Mm-hmm. We got a little bit yeah. of, of Brittany and Stephanie talk. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the same thing. I think now these fans only things that they're doing has got to cut production costs for TLC because now people are going to want on the show to push their fans only right. stuff. Right. Because there's big money to be made there. Apparently. As opposed to $1,000 an episode. Right. You could pull in yeah, $20,000 in a, a two weeks. Or... Right. And aside from that, even if they don't get into the, the that kind of stuff, the straight look at my body on social media stuff, they can also use it as an opportunity to push whatever their personal Products business are, is. Sure. Because like uh, uh, Annie and David have got the cooking thing they're doing. And uh, a couple others have got, you know, product lines. Uh, Marcel and his wife have the the bee thing. They have all those uh, honey products and stuff. There's a lot to do there. Right. It's a platform. And I wonder if that's going to lead to some manipulation of TLC by people. Well, and and that's nothing new. They've got to do their vetting. You go over to uh, Bravo and you've got all, all those Real Housewives franchises. Yeah, but they kind of... And all of those people do the same thing with their products. But they're season to season. Most of those people... and... Most of those people stick around for multiple seasons. So there's a lot of that going on. These people come in for 13 to 15 episodes and they're out. 13 Right, but I'm saying there's nothing new about using a a reality show to to peddle your your personal business. So they're going to have to do a little better job of vetting. Like you look at like an Avery and an Ash... And what you hear now about them, where they were, they weren't even in a relationship when this thing started. They'd already broken it off, and then TLC came around, so Avery got Ash back on board. But they weren't even a couple. Right. And so, there's that that can happen. Right. And look at, like, Bethany Frankel on Housewives. She had just really almost no success. She was, you know, giving out samples in the grocery store, and then... Ended up with a billion dollar, multi billion dollar company, it's, and now she's filthy rich. Yeah, so you don't get too many of the sincere, true stuff like an Angela. You don't see a whole lot right. of that. Where you, Angela is just Angela, and she's always going to be Angela. Yeah, and it was sad for her. I think we we knew it was coming. I felt so bad for her. And, I really did. You saw the tender side of her again, and her trying to be strong tough and, and tough, tough for her family, and you know, not show. Her tears, even to her mom, because she wanted to be strong. I was happy from TLC to leave all other. You know, there was a little bit of visa drama at the end with Michael, but they didn't put any of Angela acting a fool in any of this. Yeah. This was sincere and almost uh, respectful right. for her mother. Right. And that really was nice was. to see that TLC allowed that to happen. I think Angela would be happy that she was able to talk sincere. Even a whole lot of this episode. At the beginning, there was a lot of her and her mom there that I think right. things that she will really love to have on film. That's true. The two of them together. Right. Some and, of their and last her mom, moment. And her mom, Sam, when... She got ready to leave that she wanted her to go, wanted her to get married and be happy and just go and don't worry about me. And that's forever on film. Right. I think she's feeling a lot of guilt about her decision to leave when she did. And so I think when she looks back at that, she'll be comforted by her mom's Yeah, and I think Skylar kind of did too. Skylar felt some guilt. You could see it kind of affected her a lot. Well, because the mom was in Skyla's care while Angela was away, so she found her unresponsive, so obviously she probably doubted herself in having cared for her sufficiently. And what we do know is Michael's still not around. He's still not there. The visa 
it was saying up to 18 months. So that would have been from March. So maybe this is, maybe we find out some more in the tell-all that it's, we think was probably about six weeks ago, five weeks ago that that was done. Did we talk about that in the Inside Scoop last week? I don't remember. About the reality of of Michael's... Well, I think we heard about it this time. I mean, well, we know well, no, that, not, not we know we that know. visas were being delayed by the U.S. government. That right. was being happened in Nigeria. So I think we maybe, maybe touched it. I think we touched it at some point maybe during the last episode. Yeah. They, or we talked about it together. Yeah, we talked about together that they had banned uh, Nigerian immigrants, period. Mm. So it's so. going to be a tough road for them. It's still, it's not going to get easier. Yeah, I'm not convinced he's going to be able to get here. What I said to you was that they should consider him going to, moving to a third country Mm -hmm. that has better uh, relationship with the United States as far as, you know, changing citizenship. He should try to get citizenship at a friendlier ally. Yeah, maybe there's a... And then later try to get citizenship from there to here instead of... I'm not good enough on history to know what... Normally, there's some European country that Nigeria would have ties to. Maybe it's France or somewhere like that that you can get get some Because otherwise, he may never get get here. It's possible. That would be unfortunate. Right. I don't think Angela will last too long. Maybe. If uh, if they're separated for a long period. Sure. I don't know. She's a tough... Well, but she gets so mad at him. Yes. I mean, look at the preview of the tell-all. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't even get to finish his sentence, and she'd already jumped down his throat and ready to walk off. Yeah, so. and you see he's probably playing his aunt his his aunt again. Both yeah, sides. Yeah, and you know how that goes. He is there with her. Yeah, and he's got to get away. He's got to live with them. Yes. Yeah. He, maybe he should just change his name to Sinjin, because <laughs> Sinjin doesn't want to be here. But he's coming. <laughs> and that's a train wreck, that is. Those yeah, two totally. have no business being it. It's really, yeah. and, and they have nothing tying them together. Yeah, we called that from the beginning. It's it's good that they have not had children because it, it would just be a disaster. Yes, no doubt about it. A disaster yeah. for the kid to be in the middle of it. Sure. I mean. I'm not sure Tanya's ready to be a mom yet, even no. though she thinks she is. They should not have gotten married. They had no business getting married. After the the soulmate comment, it, it should have ended there. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. Especially, you know, I just think about a, a housing situation with Andrew and James and Sinjin and Tanya. It's just, it has to be just a mess. Yeah, that's funny. I think when you look at that, mom tries to talk him out of going back, talks about a wasted journey. And, and well, I said from the beginning, before they ever left the U.S. to go back and visit, that he probably wouldn't come back. Yeah, this was the shocker. Because they're just hanging on by a thread. For me, this was the shocker of the, I guess, of the day, of the show, was that he... He did go back. He did go back, and I didn't think he would. But, I mean, he made it clear why he was going back, and didn't have anything to do with their marriage. So, (laughs) she pointed that out real fast. Yeah, he didn't mention it. He didn't say it was. But at the end, he came out and said that that he had something, that that he had to work on their relationship. He did say that. They were awfully kissy and lovey during that whole beach scene that seemed a bit... Forced. It did. Yeah. Like, too much. Mm-hmm. Like, they got paid per kiss. Look, we need you guys to kiss seven times today. <laughs> we'll give you $100 a pop. Who I felt bad for, and you saw it, is the, is the sister. His sister. You saw her a couple of times. She came out this time and said that, well, you know, we've seen Tanya's true colors. 
And when I think about that, you know, the sister hasn't seen a whole lot. It made me think of Tanya's probably bad-mouthed a lot off-camera from yes, Mom. Yes, probably. Because t- she's trying to gain them to her side. Yeah. She's trying to turn his family on him. And to, that didn't work. To, to help, you know, make him change. She's hoping to have an ally. Has anyone done that? To influence him. No. Nobody does that with Karini kind of did that with Paul. Paul's mom, but Paul's mom was anti-Paul early, so he wasn't. She wasn't really pro Karini. She was just Paul's. Right. Paul so sucks. Nobody does that with family unless you're me. <laughs> just because <laughs> I just tell it how it is. Right. <laughs> I don't care if you're related to me or not. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I noticed the two of them. Two of them went for ice cream. They had it out kind of at the beach. It wasn't an argument, but it was kind of a confessional. Tanya didn't seem, she was not happy that that Sinjin said he would like to stay, that he wants to stay in South Africa, and that she is hurt by that. Mm -hmm. And she says, I know I can't sit and wait forever for that change from someone who says that they love me. She warns him. That's what she says. Right. She warned him about it. Yeah. That. I mean, they're, they're not staying together. No. It's just, they're just killing time. No no big changes happening so, with either one of them. Yeah. And, it and looks they like, both need to make changes. So I, I think maybe. They're very immature. Maybe there was an agreement with TLC that they would not announce some sign of separation during the show. And maybe it would come after. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is the case. Yeah. And so they I think. They have split. It, it, in but they're together. Time. But they're together in the tell-all we've seen. Yeah, but in real time, as of now, they're they are not together. But that tell-all was only five weeks ago. Has that all happened since then? Probably. Mm. We're gonna have to keep track of Paul and Karini. One, that's yeah. just exciting. But it's hard to do normally. I mean, look at what happened with uh, um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, and Varia after they got cut, or he got cut from. From the tell-all, they just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. And the reason why is because they still have that NDA they've signed. Yeah. And it, it, I read that it, it is in effect for six months after yeah. the tell-all before they can reveal anything that wasn't revealed well, if you up look to and social including media, the tell-all. You still see shirtless pictures of Jeffrey flexing and doing sure, his thing. Sure, he can do that, but he can't say anything yeah, about can. the status of their relationship. But Paul can't so. help it. So there's no doubt we'll be hearing about this. Right. And that's why I said normally you can't get information, but he's already violated his NDA. He's probably already in hot water. I bet if you're Paul's attorney, you are ripping your hair out in great balls because you just can't control the guy and he's got no sensibilities about him. He just runs his mouth every five minutes and puts everything out on social media, live streaming. So, I mean... We'll probably find out a lot from him. He's the exception. Yes, yeah, so you'll probably hear more about him in future inside scoops that we put out. I'm sure. Whatever um, leaks we get from his social media, we'll yeah. be happy to share. We're going to have an episode of, we're going to talk about Darcy and Stacy, ep- season one, episode six. I about said season six, like <laughs> I did last time, season five. And we're going to have. Numbers are hard, honey. Numbers are hard. <laughs> And we're well, and we'll have Inside Scoop Volume Seven that'll be coming out this week. We've got a little update with Larissa, and we tried to make heads or tails out of this ice thing that she's had going on this week. We have great, I think, our most frequent 
occupant of time in our Inside Scoop series, or Ashley and Jay. Yes. And they're back in the they're news. Lately. Yep, yep. And oddly, and I don't, I'm not necessarily, I'm falling for this, but we've got some some news that ties Brittany and Stephanie together, mm. which I don't know. We'll see. Uh, ick. Yeah, ick. <laughs> And I think on a positive note, we've got some Rachel and John news. Yeah. And they're not yes, in. Yes, yes. They're not in the news very often, but no, because I, I think they're fairly private. And I think they're they may be your second favorite couple. They're not in it for the limelight. They're just. A couple of genuine people who just genuinely fell in love with each other. You know, they had stuff stuff in common, and it just went from there. It's not about uh, getting famous on TV, right? which it is for so many of these couples. And we're going to have tell-alls. We'll have, it looks like, three weeks of tell-alls. So we'll stick around and, and update everybody on those. So stay tuned. You've been listening to 90 Day Fiancé, Coupled with Chaos. If you'd like to hear more from Kelly and Steve, look for their other podcast, Coupled with Chaos, in any podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, they can be reached at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. They can also be found at Coupled with Chaos on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 